Welcome to PsalmsCast, a safe place to hear encouragement and life-giving truth from the Psalms each day. I am Denise, and today is Tuesday, the 11th day of October. Well, yesterday we passed the one-third mark of our journey, as yesterday we officially have explored 50 of the 150 chapters of the Book of Psalms thus far this month. There are so many very real life lessons to consider here, life instructions for how to get through the really difficult and sometimes even unbelievably hard stuff that challenges one's ability to just stay the course and to keep trusting God. So today we are setting sail again, starting in Psalm 11. Then we advance to Psalm 41, then Psalm 71, followed by Psalm 101, and ending at Psalm 131, as I read from the Living Bible. If you would like to follow along with me as I read, I encourage you to open an online Bible resource such as BibleGateway.com. There you can select from their wonderful menu of translations and paraphrase versions of the Bible, as well as Bibles in different language if English is not your first language. If you are just joining us for the first time today, welcome. Sit back. Allow the goodness of God's living words to flow into your life. But first, let's ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Lord, only you are able to cause our ears to really hear and to give us understanding of the truth that you have for each one of us today as we journey forward into your Psalms. Psalm 11 How dare you tell me, flee to the mountains for safety, when I am trusting in the Lord? For the wicked have strung their bows, drawn their arrows tight against the bowstrings, and aimed from ambush at the people of God. Law and order have collapsed, we are told. What can the righteous do but flee? But the Lord is still in his holy temple. He still rules from heaven. He closely watches everything that happens here on earth. He puts the righteous and the wicked to the test. He hates those loving violence. He will rain down fire and brimstone on the wicked and scorch them with his burning wind. For God is good, and he loves goodness. The godly shall see his face. Psalm 41 God blesses those who are kind to the poor. He helps them out of their troubles. He protects them and keeps them alive. He publicly honors them and destroys the power of their enemies. He nurses them when they are sick and soothes their pains and worries. O oh Lord, I prayed, be kind and heal me, for I have confessed my sins. But my enemies say, may he soon die and be forgotten. They act so friendly when they come to visit me while I am sick, but all the time they hate me and are glad when I am lying there upon my bed of pain. And when they leave, they laugh and mock. They whisper together about what they will do when I am dead. It's fatal, whatever it is, they say. He'll never get out of that bed. Even my best friend has turned against me, a man I completely trusted. 
how often we ate together. Lord, don't you desert me. Be gracious, Lord, and make me well again so I can pay them back. I know you are pleased with me because you haven't let my enemies triumph over me. You have preserved me because I was honest. You have admitted me forever to your presence. Bless the Lord, the God of Israel, who exists from everlasting ages past and on into everlasting eternity ahead. Amen and Amen. Psalm 71 Lord, you are my refuge. Don't let me down. Save me from my enemies, for you are just. Rescue me. Bend down your ear and listen to my plea and save me. Be to me a great protecting rock where I am always welcome, safe from all attacks. For you have issued the order to save me. Rescue me, O God, from these unjust and cruel men. O Lord, you alone are my hope. I've trusted you from childhood. Yes, you have been with me from birth and have helped me constantly. No wonder I am always praising you. My success, at which so many stand amazed, is because you are my mighty protector. All day long I'll praise and honor you, O God, for all that you have done for me. And now, in my old age, don't set me aside. Don't forsake me, now when my strength is failing. My enemies are whispering, God has forsaken him. Now we can get him. There is no one to help him now. Oh God, don't stay away. Come quickly. Help. Destroy them. Cover them with failure and disgrace, these enemies of mine. I will keep on expecting you to help me. I praise you more and more. I cannot count the times when you have faithfully rescued me from danger. I will tell everyone how good you are and of your constant daily care. I walk in the strength of the Lord God. I tell everyone that you alone are just and good. O oh God, you have helped me from my earliest childhood, and I have constantly testified to others of the wonderful things you do. And now that I am old and gray, don't forsake me. Give me time to tell this new generation and their children too, about all your mighty miracles. Your power and goodness, Lord, reach to the highest heavens. You have done such wonderful things. Where is there another God like you? You have let me sink down deep in desperate problems, but you will bring me back to life again, up from the depths of the earth. You will give me greater honor than before and turn again and comfort me. I will praise you with music, telling of your faithfulness to all your promises, O Holy One of Israel. I will shout and sing your praises for redeeming me. I will talk to others all day long about your justice and your goodness. For all who tried to hurt me have been disgraced and dishonored. Psalm 101 I will sing about your loving kindness and your justice, Lord. I will sing your praises. I will try to walk a blameless path, but how I need your help. 
especially in my own home where I long to act as I should. Help me to refuse the low and vulgar things. Help me to abhor all crooked deals of every kind, to have no part in them. I will reject all selfishness and stay away from every evil. I will not tolerate anyone who secretly slanders his neighbors. I will not permit conceit and pride. I will make the godly of the land my heroes and invite them to my home. Only those who are truly good shall be my servants, but I will not allow those who deceive and lie to stay in my house. My daily task will be to ferret out criminals and free the city of God from their grip. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 131. Lord, I am not proud and haughty. I don't think myself better than others. I don't pretend to know it all. I am quiet now before the Lord, just as a child who is weaned from the breast. Yes, my begging has been stilled. O Israel, you too should quietly trust in the Lord, now and always. So again, today we have heard powerful psalms. And that first one starts off with an audacious question that the author is asking others. How dare you tell me, flee to the mountains for safety when I am trusting in the Lord? This psalm was written by David during his life, and he knew a thing or two about how to trust God in life or death situations. Have you ever been faced with a hard situation where others offered you advice that was opposite of what God's word was speaking into your life? Perhaps it was being asked to turn a blind eye to blatant evil or to stay mute in the face of untruth. Perhaps you were instructed to just go along, to just be compliant with others pressuring you into a corner to keep that paycheck or to perhaps be able to see a parent, a child or a grandchild. So what is one to do when the Lord is clearly saying to stay on the path that requires trusting the promises that are in his living word, the Bible, instead of trusting in the ways of man? Yes, the culture that we all have been placed in by the Lord's time, it's evil. One only needs to read the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, to realize that the world this culture that we are in right now, the end is very close. And it's very similar to the same as the culture was in the time of Noah. For those who have read the book of Genesis chapters 6 and 7, they know what Jesus was referring to in Matthew chapter 24 verses 37 and 38. The world will be at ease banquets and parties and weddings, just as it was in Noah's time, before the sudden coming of the flood. People wouldn't believe what was going to happen until the flood actually arrived and took them all away. So shall my coming be. Actually, verse 24 of the book of Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, is so worth reading and considering because Jesus says he is coming again and we are told to be ready at all times. 
I often wonder when those who say they trust God will actually trust God to provide for them when all heck breaks loose. And friends, we only have to consider the history in just these last 100 years. Clearly, we have seen horrors that happen when people groups are pushed to believe lies when they choose to go along. Some simple examples of persons who were able to push evil agendas on the people that were under their control include Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, Napoleon, and Kim Jong-un. Then we have entire countries that live in restrictive states of government, such as the current communist countries like China, Cuba, and North Korea. Back during what was called the Cold War, the Soviet Union was very restrictive and their citizens lived isolated, state-run lives. Yes, there are now 15 different republics of Russia and most of them are still very restrictive with the citizens not having freedoms or choices that my family gets to enjoy here in the United States. Yet these last several years, have been hard for most of us, even in states or in countries that ex have experienced a lot of freedom. Some have lost everything, their source of income, their marriages, some their lives or lives of loved ones, their sense of self. And when everything is stripped away, what is one to do then? In the midst of quick fixes that have been rolled out and then mandated each month as I read this one verse in Psalm 11, I so wanted to make that same cry to those who are turning the screws and making life very tough and very uncomfortable for me and mine. And then I would have to go back to the Lord and just ask again, am I hearing you wrong? What do you want me to do? Over and over again in the gospel, Jesus tells those he was ministering to to believe in him. That is also what Jesus taught those who followed him to do as well. And that is what I think I am supposed to be sharing with you as well. What is Jesus showing you? And how does that choice or that decision that you are getting ready to make how is that going to bring glory and praise to Jesus' name? Something I often think about is hypocrisy. Am I just talking the talk? Am I not willing to walk the walk, to be uncomfortable, to be different? And then a lot of times it really comes down to what is the worst thing that can happen to me if I choose to follow what God's word is saying, if I choose to follow what Jesus has told me in his word and is telling me as I pray and I meditate on his word. Every single one of us will be faced with hard choices as we navigate the hard choices that are coming in the future. Perhaps next time it'll be another virus that sweeps across the globe. Perhaps it will be a nuclear assault here or abroad. Perhaps it will be government restrictions that strip away the freedoms that we learned about in our civic 
or our government classes in school or that we read when we learned about the U.S. Bill of Rights, the U.S. Constitution and amendments. And what happens if what is spoken of at Davos, the one world government and one world currency actually comes to be? Then what happens? What or whom are we supposed to trust then? Where are we supposed to go for help if that happens? Friends, I encourage each person listening to get real with Jesus, to get real with Father God, to ask for the Holy Spirit to be very present in your life, to ask that you be taught through his living word how you are to live life today. And when the Lord tells you to stand on his promises, actually stand firm. And last, if someone tells you to, quote, believe the science, unquote, more than believing what God's word says, I want you to know this. That person is instructing you to believe a different teaching or to trust in a different savior. Maranatha. Heavenly Father, we come into your presence thanking you again for the presence of your word because what would life be like without your counsel? Thank you for giving us the counsel of your word every day. We ask that you help us to humble ourselves before you and under you, trusting that you will put us where we need to be and wherever that is, it is good. It is where we are supposed to be. So we set all the agendas aside, all the ambitions aside, and just cast our care on you and let you handle that while we be watchful. We ask your Holy Spirit, help us be vigilant, watching for the evil adversaries in our life seeking to destroy us. Thank you for the knowledge that we are all going through this. This is life. We are all in this together. We are not alienated. We are not isolated. We are not alone. Everyone is going through things like this. We all have the opportunity to turn to you in all of it. So we invite you, Jesus, into all of it. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray in your precious name. Amen. So just a personal reflection. Fatigue is the battle of the moment. My brain some days just struggles to not be frazzled or weary. When someone in the family is not well, it often impacts others in the family, even when you're not sharing the same house. Often when illness enters with one person, those germs spread throughout other family members. One of our littles brought home a bug, and one of the parents, our daughter in love, is now struggling with restricted lung function and extreme fatigue. So we need prayers, and we ask that you pray, and we would appreciate your prayers. As David and I strive to figure out how to navigate what is on our must-do list, and where we can help out with the kids or the other household stuff that their family needs. Also this month, I'm asking our listeners to consider and pray if the Lord would have you help make an impact in getting the Psalms 
to those people who desperately need God's word to light the way in the midst of their storms. To find out more, check out tinyurl.com backslash give psalmscast for more information. And I would love to hear from you who are listening. I'd love to know more about you and why you are listening. And here are some of the ways that you can make that happen. So first, the phone number in the United States for incoming voice messages or text messages is 470-240-1509. You can also use WhatsApp. That number is one 470-240-1509. You can also email. The email address is psalmscast at gmail.com or Facebook. Yes, we are on Facebook and you can check that page out. It's psalmscast. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.